Economics in the Spirit present... How to be a success. Ordinary men living extraordinary lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. Matt Bird is an international entrepreneur, speaker, author, and broadcaster. He has spoken in 30 countries to more than a million people, written 10 books, and writes for the Times newspaper. He is also CEO and president of Cinnamon Network International, a philanthropic foundation that ignites positive change in communities across the globe. For this, Matt has received commendations from successive Prime Ministers and has been invited to co-chair the 10 Downing Street Community Advisory Group. He is also the founder of Relationology International, through which he works as a motivational keynote speaker, helping clients increase performance and growth through the power of building effective relationships. Matt, thank you so much for taking time out to spend a little bit of time with us on this podcast today. I really, really appreciate it. Serena, it's great to be with you. Can you tell us a little bit about Relationology? Yes, absolutely. Um, Relationology uh, began a few years ago uh, when I was invited to speak uh, at a business conference on the subject of networking. Now, I don't know what hear, what happens to you when you hear the word networking. My insides cringe and crawl and squirm. Yeah, I'm uh, about so the same. <laughs> so I chatted to the organiser and said, look, uh, I love speaking, but I hate networking, so I can't accept your invitation. Um, and they were a little bit taken aback. And so I said, well, I could speak about the power of relationships because I believe that you know, relationships are the true currency of business. And they immediately said, yeah, well, could you do that? So I didn't want to become known as the anti-networking guy. So I thought, what do I call myself? And I thought, well, relationships are a science because we can all learn to do them better. They're an art form because they take a lifetime to master. So I was thinking about the art and the science and the study of relationships. And I thought, relationology. I Googled it, couldn't find it. So formed the company, trademarked the name, bought the web domain. And that's where the business began. And can you tell me a little bit more about the Cinnamon Network International? Yeah, so Cinnamon uh, is uh, just a remarkable thing that just kind of happened in my life. Um, the uh, Prime Minister a few years ago uh, gave a speech uh, that inspired me to act. And I got a few people together and said, how can we help rediscover the role of the church at the heart of community? And that's where Cinnamon Network was born. Um, sometimes people say to me, where did the name Cinnamon come from? <laughs> maybe maybe you're wondering, Serena, I don't know. And uh, you know, in the Old Testament, Moses was given instructions by God about how to make anointing oil. And one of the ingredients in the anointing oil um, is sweet cinnamon. Well, actually, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. <laughs> the, the friends and I were meeting for breakfast at an Indian restaurant called the Cinnamon Club. So when we needed a name, the Cinnamon Network was the first thing that came to mind. So that's where the name comes from. But we're we're focused at uh, on helping churches transform their communities, helping local churches rediscover their role uh, as the hands and feet of Jesus in their local neighbourhoods. And uh, we do that in a whole range of ways. But that, that's, that's cinnamon. Excellent. I'm going to move on 
to the beginning section of this podcast and I'm going to ask you a bit of a cheeky question. I want to know how you went from the boy that was always picked last for PE to an advisor to 10 Downing Street. <laughs> it all comes down to relationships. Um, yes, I was picked last uh, in sport lessons. You know, I grew up um, through school. We all have memories from school, don't we? Some are good, some are bad. One of my bad memories uh, was uh, not being very athletic and always uh, when they came to sports lessons and the teacher would pick two captains and they would take it in turns to pick people for their teams and, and me and somebody else would be left at the end and the two captains would argue over who, who should take us because neither, neither of them wanted us. Um, but as I've gone through life, all the good things that have happened so far have been as a result of relationships. So all the opportunities I've had, uh, all the things that I've been able to do in life that have been amazing have, have not been because of me, but they've been because of other people, because other people have invited me, sponsored me, enabled me, you know, considered me um, for particular things. And, you know, chairing the, uh, the uh, 10 Downing Street advisory group came out of a relationship with somebody, somebody I knew who ended up uh, working as a special advisor to to the prime minister said actually i want a specialist group on this subject and they uh, invited me to put it together excellent can you tell me about the first relationship that changed your life and i'm, I'm looking at this little schoolboy. i've got him in my mind's eye gosh well our parents always have a big impact on us don't they but i I do remember a teacher at school, uh, my English teacher, Mr. France Alul, um, really saw something in me and encouraged me and gave me essays back with feedback and encouraged me to do it, get them again, to get a higher grade. And I did. I don't know how he managed to do it, uh, but he got me to do more work, put more effort in and get better results. Um, but I did really struggle uh, at English, actually. I struggled at maths. I was in remedial classes um, in those subjects. So when I came to actually publish my first book um, a few years ago, I've published a few since then. Um, when I published my first book, I actually thought, I want to thank uh, my English teacher um, because the encouragement and affirmation he gave me were really important in my development. And it was it was about six months later, I heard from him and he was delighted because uh, I'd sent him a signed copy of the first edition of my first book uh, with a letter explaining who I was and expressing my gratitude. And I think there are teachers around the world who, who actually invest in children. And most of the time, they don't actually hear what impact that has. But uh, believe you me, you teachers make a, a difference in children's lives. So thank you. Could you tell me how Mr. Hulu made you feel? He made me feel like I can. It's a bit like Bob the Builder, you know. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> if Bob the Builder wasn't, wasn't around at that stage. Uh, but, but he made me feel like, yes, I can. And we all need people who, who believe in us, don't we? And who make us feel like, yes, we can. And, and that's why I believe that mentoring relationships are, are so important in our lives. Um, because one of the things, one of the roles of a mentor is to inspire us to believe in ourselves when perhaps we don't. 
there are very, there are a few people who believe in themselves more than they should, uh, but most <laughs> of us don't believe in ourselves as much as we should. Um, mentors are people who help us believe in ourselves, and that's a really important role, a really important relationship. Is that something you would advise people to do to seek out a mentor? Absolutely, and not just one. I would encourage people to find you know a handful of people who mentor you in different ways. Uh, that you want to learn and grow uh, for, with, uh, you know, in a relationship with. Can I ask just briefly, how did you find mentors? Well, I can tell you how not to find them. <laughs> so I, I, I speak at a lot of events and I will normally get somebody who comes up to me afterwards um, who has a particular question and they'll say to me, Matt, will you be my mentor? And it's like kind of, asking somebody to marry you when they've only just met you i mean <laughs> of course the answer is no why would you marry or mentor a complete stranger well you wouldn't so don't whatever you do go up to strangers or people you've just met and ask them to be your mentor um actually take time to build a relationship with somebody to build trust and over time and it's not like will you be my mentor it's more like well build the relationship and let that mentoring influence emerge over time. Okay, so would you say, say, ask if they would be up for a cup of coffee? Yeah, yeah, grab a coffee, grab lunch, do something together, you know, phone them, send them a message, just build a relationship as you would any other relationship. Um, but, you know, you might have in mind that this person is someone who is more experienced, more wise, more seasoned, uh, somebody you can learn a lot from. That was the brilliant Matt Bird. Join us next week when he tells us about how he overcame his timidity and lack of confidence to become a world-class speaker. Here's a snippet. Win in your mind before you win out there. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit, is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening, and stay blessed. Stay blessed.